Hello and welcome to our rapid fire here on the Turd Ferguson Report, a new episode we're trying. First up, we've got Coach Tanner Glisson, the Troop Tigers. Coach Glisson, the Tigers have a big matchup this week, but uh, first we want to get in a couple of questions. Coach, uh, you guys into the final week of uh, non-region play undefeated. Is your team playing at the level you expected so far this season, and, and are you guys on schedule? Well, hey, buddy, um, I hope all's well with you, but uh, to answer your question, right, not not as of right now, you know, uh, we were three and oh, um, you know, we have not really played at a very high level up to this point. Um, athletically and all, I think we're in really good shape. Um, you see our guys, they practice very well, but we're in a situation where I think we kind of underestimated a lot of the experience that we lost losing 24 seniors last year. And, uh, we just have had trouble early in games, making some adjustments coming out after halftime has been much better, but a lot of that's some of the inexperience we have in some spots. Coach, we know that Kobe Hudson's off to a fast start like most people around the state expected, but have there been any surprises for you guys? Players have stepped up early in the season? Well, I think, you know, one of the big things as a whole, just a couple of ways we've won a couple of ball games. The other night with Harris County, we're, we're tied 14-14 coming out of the half, and, uh, and we wanted to come in and throw it all over the yard. And uh, and they just were not going to allow us to do that. So we came out and, and we had a couple of long drives. Where we just ran the football. We had one. We went 94 yards and 15 plays and threw one pass. That was about six yards. And so I think as a whole, our offensive line, I knew they were going to be good. Uh, but they're playing pretty well as a unit right now, which is really, really good to see. Coach, you talked about Harris County. You were in a dogfight last week uh, after beating your first two opponents, uh, Ridgeland and Columbus, pretty handily. What did you learn about your team from that game, and, and what's the takeaway from that from Harris County? Well, the Harris County deal is a huge rivalry for us because we border each other to the south. So we're, we're probably as close to a Harris County high school as we are the most, uh, even LaGrange and Callaway are just close to it, you know. Uh, so our kids know their kids and vice versa. Um, and, and so they have a really improved football team. But I, I think the biggest thing, early in the game, we were very undisciplined. We had, like, first, first three plays, we had, like, four penalties in three plays. And, uh, and so we came out in the second half. We said, hey, we got to win the penalty battle and we got to run the football. And we did both of those things. And just the grit. You know, it, you know, it's always good to win those games, no doubt. But to win, you know, win that game the way we did, having to fight in the fourth quarter, uh, is probably going to serve us well down the line. Coach, you got a big game coming up this Friday. You place, yeah, excuse me, you face the Callaway Cavaliers uh, down there in Lagrange. Uh, what, what challenges does Callaway present for you on both sides of the ball? And, and without giving away too much of your game plan, what are some of the keys to victory for the Troop Tigers this week? Well, I, I, number one, they're a great program. I mean, they've been knocking on the door in Double A for a long time, and we were lucky enough to win this game last year. But both teams still went to the semifinals in their classification. And uh, I really believe this is uh, – Callaway may be the front runner in Double A this year. I know Rock Mart's really good. Uh, but Cal Callaway is very explosive. Tank Bigsby, uh, four-star running back, uh, is really, really good. I, I, I think he's much improved from last year. I think he's gained about 10 pounds, maybe 15 pounds. Uh, the Freeman kid out at wide receiver is real good. But I think the straw that stirs the drinks the quarterback, he's playing really, really well, um, which is a difference, uh, uh, different than it was this time last year. Uh, the Tate Johnson kid is really good to all recommend offensive linemen. 
And uh, so they've got major, major weapons in a lot of places. I think it's going to be, again, can we handle the atmosphere? Because the atmosphere will be unbelievable. With our inexperience, can we handle that, you know, and, and not get behind early and uh, see if we can hang on and try to fight it out in the second half? This game will be played on Friday night at Callaway Stadium at 730. Is that correct, Coach? That is correct. Well, I, I would encourage anybody out down there in LaGrange Way or Troop County Way to get down there early. I'm sure that there'll be a standing room only down there in Callaway, and uh, excuse me, in LaGrange this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be it, it'll be packed house, and there won't be a, a seat to be had. And it is a really great rivalry, as is ours with LaGrange. But uh, these two clubs being really, really good uh, should make for a great night of high school football. Coach Glisson, thanks so much for your time and joining us, man. Get back to it. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Anytime. Have a great – best of luck this week, Coach. Thanks, buddy. Thanks again to Coach Tanner Glisson joining us on Rapid Fire here on the Turd Ferguson Report. Again, his Troop Tigers face off against county rival the Callaway Cavaliers on Friday night at 730 down at uh, Callaway Stadium. Next up, we go to Dalton to talk with Coach Jay Pogue, our friend up there, the head coach of the Christian Heritage Lions. Coach Pogue and the Lions are again at 3-0 and have another big test. They go down to Mount Zion Carroll to face the Eagles this Friday night. Coach Pogue, how are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm doing great, Art. Good, uh, always good to talk to you. Coach, thanks for catching us on Rapid Fire. Uh, your team enters uh, region played this week undefeated. Um, but are your players playing at the level you expected so far this season? Uh, and is, are, are the Christian Heritage Lions on schedule? Yeah, I'd like to think we are. Um, you know, it's been a good three weeks on the field. Uh, we've played a real physical brand of, of ball that we, that we coach around here. Um, our defense has been very good and really could have realistically had three shutouts at this point. You know, we've given up a Hail Mary at the end of a game. We fumbled a ball on offense that the other team returned for a touchdown, and then we gave up a kickoff return. Um, so defensively, we're, we, uh, we've had a good three weeks. Um, we like our kids on that side of the ball. You know, offensively, we've been able to establish a good running attack behind two really good running backs. We're, we're getting over 300 yards a game rushing. That's opened up the play for our young quarterback. Uh, he's been pretty stable for us so far. You know, he was a question coming in. Um, but he's completing a high percentage. He's valuing the football, which we stress. Uh, and he's making some good runs for us. He's, he's a good runner. Special teams has been really cool for us. We've got a real, you know, one of the best kickers in the state, Joe Dixon. Uh, he's hitting his field goals. He kicks off for us. He's phenomenal at that. And he's our punter this year for the first time. So, you know, we're healthy. Knock on wood. So um, now we're ready to step into region play. But uh, I would say, you know, after three weeks, we're right where we want to be and right where we envisioned ourselves being. It's the same same start we had last year at 3-0. and So now it's time to step into the region and just keep it rolling. Coach, have there been any surprises for you all, players that may have stepped up that you weren't expecting? Um, well, you know, we returned 18 starters from last year's team, and that was the best team in school history. Um, so ex- expectations were high. I mean, we can't hide from that. Uh, we had three big questions coming into the season. How are we going to replace our quarterback? And I think our sophomore kid, Christian Thomas, has done a phenomenal job over the last three weeks. He's, he's really answered the bell. He gives us another runner back there. He throws it really well. Uh, he's very football savvy. He's just a competitor. So he's had a really, a real nice three weeks. You know, how are we going to replace Dwayne Jones on defense? He signed with Barry. Uh, he was a really good player for us, our defensive leader. Uh, we've got a junior named Riley Reese that transferred in here, and he's sort of stepped into that role. 
and he's had three phenomenal games for us. So we addressed that question. And thirdly, how are we going to replace Zach Gentry's production? You know, Zach signed with Reinhardt. He's been over 2,000 yards the last two years. Um, so, we've, you know, we had to step in and replace what he was doing for us. But we've got really good skill kids. We've been able to share the ball during the first three games. You know, Gage Leonard at running back had over 200 yards rushing in game one. Ethan Smith, another running back, had over 100 in game two. And our quarterback, Christian Thomas, had right at 100 in game three. So we've been sharing the load pretty good. Uh, and that makes it easier to get the ball out to maybe our best player, who's our wide receiver, Evan Lester, out on the outside. So uh, we like our kids. and uh, But we I, I feel like we've answered those three questions after three weeks. Of course, that means absolutely nothing right now because we had in the region play. <laughs> Uh, so, but so far, so good. Coach, you talked about your defense a little bit. You guys are uh, giving up just un, a shade under seven points a game. Has that been a focus for your team coming into this season? Yeah, it really. It, well, it's always a focus here. You know, it's it's what we stress. We had four shutouts last year. Uh, it's become part of our culture around here. You know, we've got kids over there that are committed to the weight room. They're strong. They run well. They typically arrive in a bad mood. Um, so we're blessed to have that group that's over there. Um, that makes for a good defense. And, you know, like I said earlier, we, we really could be sitting here. at a, <laughs> We could have three in a row uh, from a shutout standpoint. So we need to continue to play physical. We need to create more turnovers. That's one thing we're stressing. We've only gotten five in three games this year, and we should have double figures right now. Uh, so, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what we're stressing this week. We, but, but yeah, I mean, our defense is, we've got a good defense. If we can stay healthy over there, we'll be in, we'll be in every game we play. Coach, talking about your defense, uh, a little bit of, I say not a little bit, but tragedy striking your team, your uh, defense coordinator uh, recently passed away. What kind of impact has that had on your players, on you as a head coach and just the school in general? And how, how have you guys reacted to that adversity early in the season? Yeah, it's really a tragic, heartbreaking story. Steve Sparks was uh, as well-known a coach as there is in this state. He'd, he'd been at nine different high schools, just loved in every community that he was in. Um, he retired a couple years ago, and then we, we talked him out of retirement last year. So he came in and ran our defense last year, and uh, just a phenomenal Christ follower, I guess, is the way you would define Steve. Uh, kids loved him, just a, a great godly wisdom, um, just a humble guy. Um, coach got sick this summer, right at the tail end of the summer. We thought it was a stomach virus initially, and it just never got better. And finally they diagnosed him with pancreatic cancer, and just every day got worse. And um, we didn't get him back. Um, and he passed last Saturday. Uh, we buried him on Monday and played a football game on Friday. So, um, it's something we've been living with. Our kids have been living with for the last seven weeks. You know, it's, we pray for coach Sparks every day and his wife, Susan and his family. And, um, you know, he made quite, you know, he, he has such a legacy, uh, really not only at Christian heritage, but all the other schools he was at, will say the same thing about him. Uh, just one of those guys that you're just blessed that you got to spend time around him while you had him, uh, but our kids, I've been proud of our kids. You know, they've been a focused, mature group. And it's been something that I've never had to walk through with a coach before. Um, so it's been interesting. Our school, I think our school has come together. I think we're closer as a team. Um, coach certainly has left his his, uh, his his handprints on Christian heritage for sure. Well, it's uh, certainly a sad 
um, event over there at Christian Heritage, but great to know that Coach Sparks had a great influence on you guys, and certainly our prayers will be with Susan and the rest of the Sparks family and the rest of the Christian Heritage family. Uh, We appreciate that, absolutely. Coach, let's turn our attention now to uh, your opponent this week, the Mount Zion Carroll Eagles. Uh, you beat them last season at home, and 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 maybe they maybe you caught them off guard a little bit because I think you guys were coming off of a, uh, a not so great season uh, a, 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 a two years ago. Um, don't suspect you'll be catching anybody off guard this week. What challenges do the Eagles present, uh, both offensively and defensively, for you guys? And what are some of the keys uh, to victory for Christian Heritage this week? Well, certainly they have been the class of our region for the last four years. Um, I think that's that goes without saying. They're always ranked real high in the state. Um, they're very big, but they make up, up make up for it by being very fast. Uh, so they've got that going for them. Uh, we know they'll be ready for us. We had a great football game last year against them. It was back and forth, and we won it at the end. Um, but... Uh, you know, we'll have our hands full. Offensively, they're a wing T team. They've got excellent skill players. You know, they're 290, 285, 275 up front. Uh, a couple of those kids have D1 offers on defense. They're all big, strong kids that play with an edge to them. Uh, they're very well coached. It's always tough to travel two hours to play. Uh, so, as a coach, you worry about that. So, we'll have to be at our best. And uh, But we know that. Um, it's a stretch of games that, we, you know, our region – and I know every coach probably says it, Art, but, I mean, we go we go Mount Zion, Darlington, Tryon, Northcott Christian, Bowden, and they're all ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a murderer's row almost. But uh, it starts – everything in our region runs through Mount Zion, and it has for the last four years. So if we want to be in the conversation, we've got to get a win Friday night. Well, Coach, we certainly do wish you safe travels down to uh, Carroll County. And uh, best of luck as you face off against what, what you termed as, as the class of the region, really kind of the, the one you got to knock off. While we realize this, uh, you, you, you're in the same region and you're a private school, they're a public school. Uh, uh, a win here goes a long way in your power, power rankings in, uh, in Class 1A private. So uh, best of luck this week. Yeah, sure does. You know, beating the 4A Lafayette team Friday night helped us. I think the power rankings came out today, and we're number four. Um, so, you know, we're proud of that, and uh, we've got to keep it rolling. Got to keep it rolling. Well, best of luck on Friday night, Coach. That game is 7:30 down at Mount Zion Carroll in Carrollton County, and excuse me, in Carroll County. Uh, safe travels again, and best of luck, Coach. All right, always good talking to you. Thank you very much. That was Coach Jay Pogue from Christian Heritage checking in as his Christian Heritage Lions get set to take on the Mount Zion Carroll Eagles in Carrollton. And speaking of Carrollton, that's who is next up on Rapid Fire. We have a chance to talk with Coach Calhoun. They've got a big game coming up as they host the Rome Wolves this weekend. Coach Calhoun from Carrollton joins us now. Coach, how are you doing today? Excellent, Art. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on Rapid Fire. Coach, uh, your team is 3-0 and on the season, but are your players playing at the level that you expected so far? And, and are you guys on schedule over there in Carrollton? Well, you know, on schedule, we are exactly where we want to be in the win column. You know, we talk about it all the time. It don't matter if you win by one or if you win by 100. Um, we, want, we want to be 3-0 and right now, and, and uh, we are. Now, it – it hasn't been it hasn't been pretty. Uh, I have been very pleased with our defense. I have been uh, really pleased with our special teams unit. Uh, we've gotten 
we've gotten a lot of production out of that. Uh, but to be honest with you, our first game offense came out and uh, came out a little slow, but then got clicking. But the last couple games, we just we just hadn't seen the hadn't seen to be on the same page. You know, we've we, we've done kind of just enough to get by. Uh, so that's a unit there that's just got to continue to get better because uh, we got some really good football players on uh, on on that side of the ball, and and I know that we'll get that squared away and get our offense, you know, to the to the level that that uh, we know that we can play. Coach, have there been any, any surprises for you guys, uh, either on offense or defense, young men that have stepped up that maybe you didn't see coming uh, coming into the regular season over the first three games? You know, uh, I mean, there's not really a name that just kind of pops in my head. You know, it's more kind of a, you know, I mean, I say a surprise, but I kind of knew it. It was it like I, I knew they could play that way. Just our defense. Like I can't, I can't talk about you know just the, I can't talk about enough just how well they're playing together. You know, and really, and really, you know, just, just, just hustling and being physical and playing fast and you, you know they they're they're just they're 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 really fun to watch right now you know and these and these last couple games i mean they have done a phenomenal job of 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 keeping us in the game i mean our our second game against riverdale the defense scored three, three touchdowns i mean i mean that there, there there's some defenses that don't even get that in a season sure and 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 we got it in, in uh one game so um Hopefully that, that that can continue. Coach, you talked about that defense. You guys are, are giving up just over 13 points a game as it stands so far and allowing, I believe, about 79.3 rushing yards per game. Is that something that you guys focused on coming into this season? Absolutely. You know, we – last year, you know, there was, there, there was a handful of games where our defense gave up a bunch of points, you know, and – they really did, and our, and, you know, and our defense coordinator Brian Simmons, and his, you know, and his whole staff. I mean, you know, I mean, they, 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 they took it to heart, which they should, and they knew that uh, we can get better, and we have some really good talent on the defensive side of the ball. So, you know, what we did, we kind of switched up our scheme. You know, we are totally different from the defense that we've run the first three years. And, you know, just get some more speed out there, some more athletic kids, some more aggressive type, uh, you know, just type type of defense. And up to this point, we've 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 done really well. You know, you got to it's 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 hard for teams to win when they can't score very many on. you. And so, you know, our defense continues to do what they're doing. We're always going to have a chance. Once again, we're on the phone with Rapid Fire with Coach Sean Calhoun, the head coach of the Calhoun, uh, excuse me, of the Carrollton Trojans. Excuse me, Coach. Um, That's okay. Hey, you guys have an interesting story going on out in, in Carrollton, and I, and I just wanted to, to allow you to, to tell a little bit of this young man's story. Uh, Chase McDaniel, how is, tell, a little bit, tell us a little bit about Chase and how he's been an inspiration uh, to your team, that community, and to, your, to you and your coaching staff. Chase McDaniel was diagnosed with two forms of cancer, uh, Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. This was back in April. And so Chase's, Chase's world and, and, and uh, his family's world got kind of turned upside down. But 
Chase has been a true inspiration to us, uh, one, to myself, and two, just anybody that knows him, knows his story, knows the family. Um, but obviously, you know, speaking specifically about our football team, uh, you know, just you talk about it a lot about adversity and when adversity hits and, you know, and react this way and this is the way that you need to respond and your behavior and your attitude, we're, we're seeing a living testimony. And so we're seeing a kid who this is his senior year, more than likely will not play it down for us. Uh, can't obviously. And, but he comes to every football thing he can. He was voted at, he was voted a team captain by his teammates. He was one of the four voted on and just seeing him around and just the pure joy on his face, on his face when he, when he gets to be at practice and when he gets to be in the games and run through the banner and, you know, and this is a kid, this is a kid going through a very, a very tough, uh, you know, a very tough time in his life, you know, but he doesn't sit back and just, you know, um, just sulk about it. And why me, why me? He's going to, he's going to attack it, you know, and that's a testimony to his parents who have done a phenomenal job raising him. So, you know, Chase is, Chase is a inspiration to many, but definitely to me and, uh, his fellow teammates and um, everything's progress is looking good. Um, you know, we're, we're getting some good results uh, since obviously he's been going through it, through everything. And uh, God willing, hopefully he'll be, he'll be, he'll be fully healed at, at, at some point. Well, coach, thanks so much for sharing uh, about that, that story about chase. And, and like we kind of talked about off, off air, um, Man, it's a lot bigger than the game sometimes. When, when and and this is, uh, you know, we we know we know you want to win and 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 win often, but uh, when it comes to a diagnosis like this, it really puts a lot of things in perspective. Yes, sir, it does, and it's also given you know it's given me, uh, you know, a lot of teaching moments to talk to our team about. You know, now it's like you know somebody wants to come in and complain because you know, their mom or dad didn't make them lunch or, you know, or just some, you know, just something small. And it's like, will not you just look, you know, look, you know, look to your left. That's Chase McDaniel right there. He comes every day. He, you know, he's, I mean, he comes to school with his pick line in, mm. you know, and it's like, like we really don't have that much to complain about because, you know, you look, you look at Chase, who's not complaining. I haven't heard him complain one time through, 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 you know, through this whole deal. So bigger than football. Absolutely. Well, coach Chase and the McDaniel family and the Carrollton family uh, will be in our, our thoughts and prayers. Uh, so again, we appreciate you. you sharing that, that story. Absolutely. Uh, Coach, we're going to turn the page real quick and then let you get out of here. You got a big game coming up uh, this week in this Friday night uh, in Carrollton. You host the Rome Wolves, uh, maybe one of the biggest games in the state. There's several of them around, but certainly one of our top games. And and we wanted to get your your take on this. Uh, what challenges do the Wolves present to you, both offensively and defensively? And also, without giving away too much of your game plan, what are some of the keys to victory for the Carrollton Trojans this week? Well, you know, first, first and foremost, I you got to know who you're going against, and you and 
And that starts from the top, you know, that that starts with their head coach, John Reed. And you just got to know the, and you just got to know their program. I mean, you're looking at a team since, since, since coach has been there who has done nothing but nothing but win. And they've, they've blown people out and they've won close games and they've won big games and they've won games on the road. So it's a team that we know uh, has found ways to win and the, you know, and they and they will find a way to win if there's one to be found. So we got to know that our want to win the game, our fight to win the game has got to be more than theirs because they've proven it over the last X amount of years that, that they're going to do whatever they got to do to win the game. You know, defensively, I mean, there ain't a weakness out there. They're big, they're fast, but the one thing that they do bring – which is easy to see on film is just how physical they are. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like we've been trying to prepare our kids mentally, but also physically that, you know, you're about to go into a heavyweight fight. I mean, I mean, you're going to feel every single tackle. That's just the way they play. Um, you know, and offensively, you know, there's not a whole lot of sophistication. There's really not. They have a phenomenal offensive line. Like, I think all five will play college football. I think maybe three or four will will, will play big time Division one football. You know they want to run the football. You know they they you know they pass it just enough. Um, they're always going to have a trick play. Um, they're 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 the best at hitting trick plays of any high school team that I've ever seen in my life. Um, and so we got to be prepared for that. But we just know how physical this game is going to be. Um, you know, so we're trying to get our kids prepared for it. You know, I, I, I haven't told our team guys who have played in this game before, you need to be talking to the kids who have not played in it before that are going to play in it on Friday. Cause they just don't know, mm-hmm. you know, because you just, you got to try to prepare yourself as, you know, you know, as much as you can, but you know, I mean, our game plan, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not giving away any, any, any secrets. We gotta, we gotta take care of the football. You know, we've had 11 turnovers so far this year, which is not a good stat. Um, we turned the ball over multiple times on Friday. Uh, the chances of us winning are not very good. Uh, defensively, you know, we just got to keep flying around. Just keep flying around, playing playing physical, you know, doing doing exactly what we got to do, but minimize the big play. You know, I just it's hard for me to think that there's an offense – in 5A that can just continuously get first down after first down after first down, you know, if we don't give up just a massive chunk play, Mm -hmm. you know, the 30, the 40, the 50-yard gain, you know, and we got to find a way to to do something special on on, uh, special teams. You know, we've been doing a good job week in and week out, you know, and just kind of – we kind of figure out a way to do those three things. You know, we got them at home. Uh, Last two years we've played them guys on the road, so – Hopefully Trojan Nation will pack out Grisham Stadium down here, and and uh, it'll be a great atmosphere, and hopefully it'll be be a be, be a good night for for the Trojans. Coach, that game is this Friday, seven thirty at Grisham Stadium. Hey, we wish you the best of luck as always. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, man, and uh, and get after him this week. Thank you for having me, and uh, love your show. And um, and any any time you need me to come on, I uh, I'll always do it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 
Thanks again to Coach Sean Calhoun, the head coach of the Carrollton Trojans. As we wrap up our rapid-fire segment, we had Coach Glisson from Troop. We had Coach Poe from Christian Heritage. And once again, that was Coach Calhoun from the Carrollton Trojans. That's going to do it for the Turd Ferguson Report's inaugural rapid-fire session of our Georgia High School Football Podcast. Thanks for listening. Please make sure you visit us on Twitter at TurdFergusonRPT. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. And you can also find us on the web at TurdFerguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure you leave a comment in the comment section and tell a friend about us. Make it a great day, everybody.